Firstly, I was able to personally connect over WhatsApp with around close to 3K people and it's really awesome to have a conversation and hear about their success stories and few failures. Secondly, it actually removed the fear of losing a job because now I have a community where I have a lot of job opportunities coming in. Hello! Hi everyone! Welcome to Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a better future. This podcast is to help students and young professionals to shape their careers. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and I'm with my co-host Sudhakar. Dear listeners, in this episode, we are presenting you another important topic. How to crack RPA interview. RPA stands for Robotic Process Automation. To share tips about robotic process automation interviewing, we are pleased to have Sharath as our guest today. He is the youngest speaker on our podcast series so far. Sharath Raju is an RPA evangelist. His courses are available on Udemy. Within five years in the professional world, Sharath has achieved many milestones. Starting as an intern with BSNL, Sharath went on to work for Bipro and TAO, the Automation Office. In addition, he also served as Editor-in-Chief of Excel Cult. Currently, Sharath is with an IT services consulting firm based out of Hyderabad. Sharath has a whopping 21,000 professional connections on LinkedIn. Let's talk about it in a while. Coming to his education, Sharath has done his bachelor's in electrical and electronics engineering. Thank you, Sharath, for joining us today. And we really appreciate your valuable time. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm looking forward to sharing my thoughts and experiences with you guys. Right then, let's get into your world of robotic process automation. We will start with the building blocks. Okay, so how do we define RPA in layman terms. Where does it fit in the overall business cycle and you know how does it help in digital transformation? That's great. So in simpler terms I can define RPA as something that can help humans by taking up their mundane jobs that don't inspire them and allows them to get involved into something which actually requires their cognitive skills. Many of the businesses that we see today can actually have RPA in their tech stack. It is capable of doubling or tripling the benefits in terms of productivity, cost reduction. In fact, since last three to four years, RPA is being practiced in many of the companies. These days, to cut down time, costs, and efforts, thus improving the quality of the work. Through this, companies can actually able to move their employees to more important roles. So it can be implemented in, uh, in almost all the domains like banking, insurance, telecom, healthcare, and HR. So that leaves us with a ton of opportunities to be explored. Ah, ton of opportunities. That is really exciting. What are various RPS tools available in the market, uh, Sharath? Meaning, how can someone get started? Yeah, talking about the tools, there are close to 50 plus tools available in the market. Though most of us know only few of them and there are more coming up every year. But which tool to pick and which tool to keep aside totally depends on your comfort. 
when i say comfort i mean how much confident you are about the programming because a few of them provide extreme programming options while others are just drag and drop mm-hmm. and we can also find most of them are a mix of both which is the most common case through rpa we are able to handle structured data right now but in the coming years we will end up learning a lot of new things and concepts around processing unstructured data believe me it's evolving with a rapid pace so a person with continuous learning attitude and enthusiasm to explore new capabilities and features is good to go good thing here is that you actually don't need a cs degree computer science degree to understand all the concepts around rpa you have got plenty of resources out there most of them are freely available all it takes is one's interest to make use of them every rpa tool has got its own academy through which you can understand the capabilities of that rpa tool and you can practice some case studies provided by them if you are stuck somewhere you have forums to ask your queries which is something that will actually make your learning curve more smoother pick a tool and get started with it because rpa being a technology to achieve that we can use any tool and if you just get comfortable with one tool you can easily be able to learn the others you know sharap i was under the assumption that there are only two rpa tools in the market one is blue prism and the other one is automation anywhere and i got to know that 50 plus tools are available in the market very interesting stuff yeah and <laughs> so sharap can you share some certification options in the rpa world and is it mandatory to have them so so when comes to certifications these days as mentioned earlier every tool has its own academy where you will find a bunch of free certification that can get you started mm-hmm. there are certifications ranging from beginner stuff to advanced but here's the point they are just good to learn the technology and are not enough to get you a job for that you really have to put that knowledge into practice study sucks rpa success stories create use cases practice different use cases and that's how you can make it into rpa i'm saying this because i see a lot of people who have taken the certifications but have zero idea on how they can apply it to automate their daily mundane tasks please don't be one among them that would be my advice that's a wonderful advice uh... Sharat in fact many people think if they undergo a certification they'll get a job you have brought in a very valid point in terms of putting your knowledge into practice then only you can learn certain things very nice and i love the way you establish yourself as an rpa evangelist so what exactly does an rpa evangelist do and where did that passion or fascination start you you are a very young chap i'm thankful for that navin After talking to a bunch of people in the RPA community, I realized that a lot of them are trying to move out of their current jobs and are interested in trying out robotic automation. But they feel lost as they don't find relatable content on the internet as this industry recently got much attention. And this lack of clear picture only makes them feel helpless. So with that in mind, I thought to help them out with whatever experience I have and show them what's possible with RPA and how they can get into this industry. Speaking to one-on-one with close to 2000 people was a great thing that happened to me 
and it helped me understand the different problems that people face in their attempt to get into RP. Blog, YouTube channel, Udemy courses, my post on LinkedIn are an attempt are an attempt to help many such people around the world. And I really enjoy talking to people when they share their experiences and dreams, especially people who are committed to their growth and goals. Being an RPA evangelist gave me an opportunity to help thousands of them on the way. This keeps me motivated to create new opportunities and learning resources for the RPA community. Speaking to 2000 people one-on-one. Yeah. I don't know how you managed to do it, Sharath. (laughs) 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 That That is really a huge number, Sharath. So typically when you talk to people, from technical perspective, what are the typical tips that you provide to them to crack, you know, an RPA interview? RPA, though people say is a drag and drop technology, actually it's not. I would agree with that if you would have told that to me in 2016, but it has grown a lot since then. Now it is being integrated with a lot of other technology, which gives it more power. So having programming knowledge would really be a great advantage. Most of the RPA tools today available in the market are using .NET. So learning .NET framework and exploring languages like and Yeah, here learning the basics should work completely fine. But if you are someone who wants to automate complex processes with these tools, try to dig deeper into these languages. Also, having basic knowledge on database queries, macros, Python, and JavaScript is an added advantage. So instead of just learning whatever comes on the way, try to find topics which are relevant to the market and start working on them. Because RPA is still growing, these are the few things that need your attention while trying to crack the interview. Believe me, it will just take you three to four months to crack an interview with this kind of approach. I think uh, anyone will buy that. If for by following one approach, if we can crack an interview in three to four months, I think that is a steal. So on the interview standpoint, uh, you know, thanks to that technical summary, but anything specific from the behavioral or uh, soft skill standpoint, Sharad? Sure, Sudhakar. So good communication skills are always appreciated here. As many of the organizations are still new to the technology, your understanding of its capabilities and benefits and how exactly you project them are the key here. Because there is no hierarchical structure being maintained in most companies. Consequently, there are no specific RPA rules. I mean, employees are not confined to specific job types. So sometimes developers have to take up meetings with clients to showcase the benefits and the demo of automated processes. One should be good at listening as it will give him or her a good understanding of the process. Should also be good at paying attention to the details and come up with different possible approaches for the business process being automated. And with good critical thinking abilities, one should be able to review and pick up the best possible solution. This would be an added advantage here again. Great, Sherat. So it's about communication skills, good listening, combined with critical thinking abilities. So will help someone succeed in RPA interviews. And you know, these communication skills are something that is coming out as a common theme with all our guests. So dear listeners, it is very, very important for each one of us 
to improve our communication skills and to succeed in our career so sharath how does a career in rpa domain look like where do you see rpa as a field or technology in 5 years from now yes navin so as we can observe the market it's obvious that it is growing with a lot of potential in it it's going to unveil more opportunities for different categories of people like devs managers architects business analysts and admins but as the years pass through people might end up facing a competitive market when compared to the past few years with growing resources come being prepared for that would be always suggested right now as a rpa developer i have been mostly working on the structured data since almost 3 years while exploring different capabilities of rpa but soon maybe in another 1 or 2 years we'll be in a position to combine rpa with ai capability that's what would be the future of rpa as we can see as we can see that being already implemented but it's still in its early stages so i see myself exploring more on those elements in the years to come where it's the mixture of structured and unstructured inputs that idea is really exciting to me as it makes the automation more powerful than artificial intelligence combined with rpa that sounds exciting times going forward sharat a little bit of a you know switching gears to a different topic you know you got about 21000 connections on linkedin like navin was mentioning earlier how is that network helping you or other way around how are you helping those connections i'm curious to sharat <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting actually it's helping me to grow professionally and personally mm-hmm. so it took me around one and a half year to accumulate all this wow firstly i was able to personally connect over whatsapp with around close to 3k people and it's really awesome to have a conversation and hear about their success stories and few failures secondly it actually removed the fear of losing a job because now i have a community where i have a lot of job opportunities coming in and because i work full time i say no to most of the freelance projects but i try to connect them with other experts that i know which again gives me a lot of satisfaction when i connect them and they find it helpful and finally it gave me the opportunity to serve more people with the skills and the experience that i actually have they are really supportive and that encourages me to explore more and allows me to help newcomers who are trying to build their visibility excellent navin and sudhakar so what are the topics that you want to ask start with any topic under the sun that helps our students and young professionals it starts from soft skills it starts from interviewing skills it starts from technologies current trends futuristic forecast the idea of introducing the guiding voice was to enable and to bridge the gap between the demand and supply the demand from the students and young professionals to see the larger picture and to connect them to the industry leaders who have been there done it to provide their perspective sure sudhakar navin anything else that you would add 
Yeah, so maybe a year from now, uh, Sherat, if we talk about our vision, maybe a year from now, if you look back, if somebody who is a student or a young professional who is aspiring to grow in their career, they should just refer to the Guiding Voice podcast series for specific episode. And when I say specific episode, if somebody wants to refer to product management, you will find an episode on product management where a seasoned product manager talks about his or her journey and what are the roles within that product manager and what it takes to become a product manager. And on the other hand, if there is somebody who is aspiring to become a CXO, so you'll find an episode related to day in the life of a CXO and what it took them to hit that particular C-suite, how their mentors have helped them and how did they carve out their career to reach the position that they are in. So you name, as Sudhakar was mentioning, you name anything under the gamut of information technology. So we want to be the one-stop destination with regard to serving our listeners to hear anything and everything about information technology so that they get guided and informed information from our seasoned patrons and the guest speakers and also passionate individuals like you who are serving as evangelists in technology. Mm -hmm. Hope that helps. Sure, Naveen. Thanks a lot for the opportunity, uh, Sudhakar. So I would just like to know about your views on how helpful would be a personal brand to a person. That's a great question, Sharath. I think for every one of us, that personal branding is important. In my mind, when you talk about personal brand, it is more to resonate what comes to your mind when you pick that name. For example, when you say McDonald, you know, you have that yellowish gold color ring of M coming in your mind. Like the same way, if someone talks about Sharath, they should be able to visualize that RPA evangelist. Or if someone talks about Sudhakar, they should be able to visualize the person or the voice behind this, the guiding voice, the co-partner with Navi. So to have that brand recollection, it is always good to maintain what you want to be known as. So if you want to be a C-suit person in next 10 years, you should be in that journey of becoming a CXO and accordingly you need to sow the seeds from the beginning of your career itself so that the evolution or the evolving of this whole process is represented properly. Yeah, absolutely. I would resonate with Sudhakar's thoughts. Branding should not be thought maybe after five years or 10 years down the line in your career. The moment you start from day one onward, somebody's branding will start. And you know, it takes say one or two decades to build your brand or reputation. And at the same time, it takes just five seconds to ruin your entire brand. So we got to be very careful in terms of what somebody wants to look up to us and how we want to be seen as. First of all, we have to be confident about ourselves and project that particular confidence in the way we communicate, the way we talk, walk and everything. Be known for something. If, as Sudhakar was mentioning, like if, if RPA comes to my mind, yeah, Sherath is the brand. Sherath is the person whom I can go to. So similarly, if X person is there, that person has to be known for his niche in any of the fields that he or she is operating. And the moment somebody talks about the topic, immediately this person's name should pop up on the mind. That's about it. Absolutely. Like, I think it was Kevin Plank who said that, you know, trust is built in drops and lost in buckets. I would put the same way. 
brand is something that you need to build in drops and like navin mentioned you can lose it in buckets the more in one split up that's that's really great so navin and sudhakar i have a question for you mm-hmm. so i just see a lot of people who switch careers too soon okay maybe they try to get into one thing and they soon drop it and then pick something else okay and that's how they end up like losing their time okay so they learn something but they don't put it into practice mm-hmm. okay so what do you suggest for those kind of people yeah so maybe i'll go first and then sudhakar can uh, uh, share his thoughts so in my opinion when you are thinking about your career right we have to always plan long term similar to how warren buffet plans his investments he's going to look at the growth of a company based on the prospects based on the domain in which that company is operating and how that particular market is going to evolve similarly each one of us have to have a long term vision on our careers for example if you want to switch to a technology first thing that should come to our mind is is the technology going to be there for another 5 years or 10 years of course 10 years is too long but just to be optimistic in case if the technology is going to be there for 3 to 5 years then it is better to switch to that particular technology and is it completely alien to what you are doing so we have to also give it a thought because it is better to diversify someone's experience but at the same time we need to be cautious in terms of not deviating from the long term vision that you have because if you don't plan it well we might get lost and we may not be able to reach our long term vision so at every switch the candidate has to question himself or herself am i nearing my vision or is it completely deviating because that kind of introspection or retrospection would definitely help them make a right decision and one other point when someone is in doubt definitely they have to have a mentor for themselves and instead of having two to three mentors i would say rely on a particular mentor whom they can trust completely and who knows in and out about that particular person because mentors role plays a very very crucial role because they have already seen the life and they already have exposure to multiple things and they will be giving someone a guided direction so definitely it is worth to make your own research and then get it vetted by the mentor and make a decision that would be my approach and excellent question sharath over to sudhakar i think you covered it well navin i would i just wanted to highlight two points mm-hmm. one remember whenever you are course correcting yourself you are resetting it back to zero so you need to start from scratch so invest and you know take guidance do the homework but once you start pursue that path for some time until you realize that you know you definitely need to change second thing having a mentor is really important uh, i was you know listening to one of the ceos a big company ceos on a podcast he himself was mentioning that even he has a mentor with whom he compares his notes and gets guidance from so i always give this analogy someone like uh, uh, messi or uh, ronaldo also have coaches not because the people are not good or the players are not good but it is always good to compare your notes with someone from an outside in perspective that's actually a lot of information to us sudhakar and navin thanks a lot for that thanks sharath for the wonderful questions excellent sharath thank you very much for your uh, insights on robotic process automation and for uh, amazing questions 
which gave us the opportunity to think it through and share our views uh, on those specific uh, scenarios it was indeed a great conversation and i'm sure our listeners got a detailed perspective with your thoughts it's been a pleasure talking to you guys and i really enjoyed your show navin and sudha hope this will help listeners get started with their rpa journey thank you again for having me on the show dear listeners to know more about our speaker and the content visit or follow us on social media or feel free to email us all right it brings us to the trivia segment of this episode folks and today's trivia is related to robots since we had sharat talking about robotic process automation we thought it would be relevant to have a discussion around robots so did you know currently there are more than a million industrial robots in the world out of which nearly half of them are in japan no wonder japanese are always pioneers in automation and robotics hope this is insightful thank you for tuning in so if you'd like to share any trivias please feel free to share them through email the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com or you can sms us or whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 we will not only share the best trivias in future episodes but we'll also announce your names on this show again folks we are open for suggestions on topics that you'd like to hear from us through email our email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com i repeat the email address is the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com and you may also whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 request you to like our page on facebook facebook.com/the guiding voice number 4 letter u and follow us on twitter twitter.com/guidingvoice to stay tuned about future episodes there is more in store until next time have a wonderful time take care and be safe thank you for listening